0: Welcome back, everybody, to Escaping Your Zone. I am with Eric today. Um, Hey, Eric, how are you?
1: I'm good, Ashley. How are you?
0: I'm wonderful. Um, So do you want to give a little introduction of yourself and all the awesome things you're doing?
1: Uh, Yeah, sure. Um, So my name is Eric Koenig. Um, I live in Lompoc, California, California. I am a army veteran. I I was an infantryman and I deployed to Afghanistan, 2011, 2012. Uh, I got out of the army in 2014 and, you know, started dealing with PTSD and never really admitted, uh, you know, that I had that issue. I I tried to play it off as, you know, I'm, I'm a strong guy and all that. And I never had that issue. Well, you know, a few years later, I gained a ton of weight and I was 285 pounds at my heaviest and finally looking in a mirror, you know, never wanting to take pictures, never being confident about anything. I I knew there had to be a change somewhere there. And um, at the time, you know, I uh, I was in a relationship with my wife um, before we got married and then we got married and, you know, looking back at my wedding photos I'm like oh my gosh like I didn't even want those photos taken like but now looking back at them I'm like man I was heavy you know and um you know first I, I I started a new job um so I started working for the Bureau of Prisons which I, I still do um so talk about uh escaping your zone like <laughs> that's a it's a pretty stressful environment that I'm in every day Yeah. Um, so that we'll we'll get into that later. But um, but yeah, so I was 285 pounds. I now weigh 170. So um when I finally did this journey and you know, 2020 came and I I lost a bunch of weight, got down to 165. So and then uh yeah, so then I started setting goals um so swimming got me back into everything because I grew up I grew up a swimmer I grew up a water pole player and that's my bread and butter so then the pandemic happened pools got closed so then I started swimming in the ocean and I love ocean swimming like I I live for it because swimming takes me to a whole new whole new Mm -hmm. element and I don't know. The water just keeps calling me back and I just keep going. But, uh, so yeah, that started everything. And then I started reading books. I did the 75 hard program by Andy Frasilla. Um, it took me three tries to finally get the 75 days consecutively and completed that challenge. And then I started setting goals. So my first goal was a full Ironman. So I didn't do a sprint triathlon. I didn't do a 70.3, I went straight for the full because I was like, you know, if I'm going to commit myself to anything yeah. and get my money's worth, I want to mm-hmm. put myself through the most pain possible. So before that, I did a 50K, which wasn't even in my agenda. I was like, you know, yeah. like, I started reading books about trail running and I was like, yeah, you know, that's cool. But, you know, I'm a swimmer, so like triathlon makes sense. Yeah. Well, then I got into trail running <laughs> along the way. So. Um, so yeah, so I was doing trail races. I was volunteering at trail races and then preparing for the Ironman, which I completed in September, 2021, my first full triathlon. And, uh, that was Madison, Wisconsin, um, 140.6 miles. And then shortly after that, I signed up for my next race and I did a 50 mile trail run. So (laughs) like, I just keep going back and forth, and then yeah. you know, like this last weekend, I just did Ironman Oceanside for Team Athletic Brewing, so, um, so I got sponsorship now. Like, you know, my story starting to get out there about dealing with mm-hmm. PTSD and how endurance sports has helped me. Yeah, because it's just getting me out of my head. Talking, I, I'm I'm defeating my demons by taking on something that keeps me um focused on a goal an end goal and then yeah moving on to the next one so uh I know we kind (laughs) of kind of went off a little bit there on my introduction no that's perfect but uh yeah so
0: was there a reason why you chose um the race at Madison Wisconsin for your first one
1: yeah so my dad's side of the family is originally from auburndale and marshfield wisconsin so my grandpa was a green bay packer back after world war ii and uh you know my my family is all from out there i have cousins out there still some of them came out and saw the race so that that Mm -hmm. was you know one of the reasons and then uh the last time i visited there was when i got out of the army i went to a family reunion so you know i I wanted to go back to wisconsin because i love it there yeah just the summer months, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, and was it, so you said September. So Yeah, the no best time of year. Nice, nice weather out there then for that?
1: Yeah, best time of year.
0: Okay, well, that's awesome. Well, that was a great introduction, so we don't even have to do any more of that introduction. You kind of <laughs> said it all, and that was perfect. Yeah. Um, so, and now I just like to get into just a little fire round where I don't give you the questions prior to and just you know however you want to answer so okay. out of everything like you said you keep jumping from you know iron man to track like triathlons trail running like what is your favorite workout out of all of them
1: um so swimming is my favorite so unfortunately right now with the way um inflation is and gas prices uh yeah. i did not find it uh very lucrative for me to go in that direction this year because I was planning on doing a channel swim and a mm-hmm. big lakes and uh, South Lake Tahoe full-length swim this year um so I was going to do you know two 21 mile swims so it's considered marathon swimming ultra swimming yeah um so that was my plan over the summer but due to all that I have mm-hmm. to put that on hold, I think, for uh, another year maybe and see where that goes. But honestly, swimming is like my bread and butter. And okay. whenever I swim, I don't think about anything. Like in the ocean, I don't think about sharks. I don't think about jellyfish. My my biggest fear of swimming is hypothermia. Yeah. Just, just because you know now I lost some weight so like before a big swim like during the training for that you have to put a little bit back on for the insulation
2: mm-hmm.
1: so um breathing and hypothermia like that's the main focus of swimming like jellyfish is gonna happen I'm gonna get stung um yeah I bought some safe sea it's like jellyfish repellent slash sunblock it's oh, okay. 50 so like it, it helps with some of that but you know you're still going to get stung a little bit yeah and then sharks you know they're there they're not going to mess with you unless you're around fishermen that get their poles mm-hmm. in the water and get fish blood everywhere then then they'll they might be drawn into that a little bit yeah so but um yeah so i love swimming uh i i swim you know three four times a week for an hour to two hours depending on what time I got um what I plan out with um my wife since she's got her business and then with the kids too so like Mm -hmm. I can't incorporate the kids into my swim obviously right now but eventually when they're bigger we have a double kayak so I could take them okay kayak along but um they're still toddlers so
0: (laughs) I don't trust them right now (laughs) yeah um do you do you like pool swimming or ocean swimming better or it just kind of depends on your mood um
1: so i love ocean swimming Mm
2: -hmm. i love
1: i love the cold um it's just it it's better for your body honestly um doing cold therapy i'm sure you've done reading on it and if you haven't you need to
0: yeah absolutely (laughs) but uh
1: (laughs) with pool swimming it's it's still good to incorporate in your training because you if you want to get faster in the ocean you got to do pool swimming workouts I started competitive swimming at three years old oh wow yeah this woman started teaching me at six months like threw me in the pool and said there you go
0: that's awesome a lot um... of
1: a lot of people debate that it was right when because I'm I'm second oldest of eight kids so Everybody oh, okay. thinks that it's as soon as we came out of the womb, that's when we
2: started swimming. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Sounds like it, but it's led you to this though, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, so what is your favorite athletic beer?
1: Uh, well, I am drinking it right now, actually. Uh, free Wave. Okay.
0: Um, that's, obviously that's definitely I, mine, too. I'm
1: a, I'm a swimmer. I'm a West Coast guy. This is a hazy... I, PA which is a west coast style beer
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, yeah I just like the tinginess of it and I never used to like hazies really um, until close to the time I quit drinking so like I've been sober for two years now
2: okay exactly. and
1: yeah thank you and athletic you know has made it possible that I can still continue to drink beer mm-hmm. um, and train as hard as I do and yeah yeah free free wave is just nice like on a summer day or a spring day but my favorite of all time that is not a flagship beer is stump jump it's a brown lager and it only yeah. comes out in the fall so i still That's have a, a i still have a six pack of it oh really yeah i've been saving it
0: i tried that because i think it came out last year maybe or yeah it was two before.
1: it was two years ago and then this year, they, they brooded it again. So it's just a fall seasonal. So, like, right yeah. after Oktoberfest comes out,
0: mm-hmm. then,
1: then that's when the Dark and Gordy and Stump Jump come out.
0: I've tried both of those last year around fall, and they're phenomenal. Yeah. Um. So if you could have a superpower, what would it be?
1: Um, to, like, not have to breathe out of the water? like. <laughs> If if I could be like a, a fish, <laughs> if I could be a fish, that would that would be a good enough superpower for me, because I grew up um, like a lot of people knock Aquaman for being you know the weakest one or whatever, the the superhero that doesn't make sense. But honestly, that dude can go underwater and yeah, you know, I don't know, I, it's a it's a whole different type of strength, and then. Yeah, talking to sea creatures is kind of weird, but honestly, wouldn't you want to know what a shark thinks or what a whale yeah, thinks? I think so. Like,
0: He'd be their or, friend. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, but yeah, like that's that's what I would want to do.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think that would want to, that would be mine too because I'm a huge water person yeah. as well. Um, well, awesome. Now that we did that fire round, now let's get get into the question. Okay. Um so with everything you do and just through your sober journey, just through your weight loss journey, um how do you feel like you face fear? Like do you use any tactics or what's your mentality with that?
1: Um So, I think the way that I deal with fear is has been kind of shaped into my brain since the military.
0: Mhm.
1: So, um, at a younger age, you know, when I went in, um, my mind was sculpted kind of around it so I can be in high stressful situations and think nothing of it. And other people Mm -hmm. think, Oh my God, how, how the hell are you doing all that? So, so I don't know. It just, it kind of came natural. Um, so I, I guess I just, I deal with it with, um, the experience that I have, learned over mm-hmm. the years and um with my fears it's a, it's a lot of my past that haunts me so with me dealing with that is through endurance sports so like mm-hmm. it used to be going to a bar and drinking for hours and just yeah you know talking nonsense with people but now it's I drink non-alcoholic beer because I'm trying to stay healthy and do this for a long time because mm-hmm. I have bigger goals right now for the future, but I don't want to risk getting hurt. Yeah. So my I, I guess that answered my own question, right? There is my fear is getting hurt. So to deal with that is to not put myself in that situation, so.
0: Yeah, awesome. Um, do you think that like with fear? Do you think that you kind of use the same tactic like with your endurance sports, like if you're at that pain level where you just kind of face it and go head on, do you use that same in that sense?
1: Um, so like when I'm doing endurance sports, like I don't fear it at all. Like uh, like I just did Santa Barbara Nine Trails in 35 miles there's 12,000 feet of elevation gain with to a lot of people that's a lot because there's some 100 mile yeah. races that barely touch that. Yeah. So like I'm just like okay it's a hill it's going to hurt you know like roll with the punches um mm-hmm. I signed up for this I paid for this uh for some reason I I like the pain it makes me want to push harder. Yeah. So it's until it's not hurting anymore, until it's just natural. So, um, I mean, I, it's just a way that you train your body and your mind.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, so if I tell myself that it's going to hurt then you know, am I going to want to do that? Or if I tell myself you're going to do this and the reward is the journey that you, Mm -hmm. you made it through that. Are you going to want the reward at the end of you completing something and feeling success? Or are you going to think about how bad it's going to hurt the whole time? Because then you're going to play that game in your mind during all that and want to back out. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of how I prepare myself is, okay, this is going to happen. Make sure you do this. So like Mm
2: -hmm.
1: for most endurance sports, it is nutrition. Like, yeah as long as you get that down you get enough calories in per 30 45 minutes then you should be good to where you'll have enough energy stored up throughout the whole process Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: then you know with trail running you you run into people all the time so yeah you have conversation and that takes your mind off of the pain so i mean you you got to put yourself in the uh the mindset that you want to be in if you're if you put yourself in the mindset that is the opposite then you're going to get negative results
0: yeah no that makes sense um speaking of nutrition now are do you do plant-based diet or what does your nutrition look like uh
1: yeah so i'm plant-based vegan um we don't we don't really play around with like the impossible or the beyond stuff like yeah you know, I, I use seitan every now and then we make our own, but most of the time it's just jackfruit, tons mm-hmm. of vegetables, complex carbohydrates, because carbs aren't the enemy. And I, I say that a yeah. lot just because like, if you read a book, it, it tells you right there, beans have plenty of protein in them. All the legumes mm-hmm. have protein in them. Um, a lot of microgreens too. Um, yeah. So And, you know, a lot of people think, oh, well, you only get it from tofu. That's not true. Like,
2: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: I don't eat tofu with every meal, you know, like beans, potatoes, kale, like, or cabbage, you know, like, I keep it real simple. And I use water. I don't use oil because oils have all that saturated fat and Mm -hmm. it's not good for your digestive system. So I I just, I, I started cutting out little by little as
2: yeah
1: I made the switch. So again, it's been since since I went sober, two years is how long I've been plant based now since I started okay. this endurance journey. So as long as you do it the right way, you do your research, you know what you want to do, um, it's pretty easy to make that change.
0: hmm Yeah. <clears throat> I definitely agree with that and just nutrition is like the whole ball game and you can just bring it back to the simplicity. I think a lot of people think that you have to do like all these steps where it's like, no, there's so much protein and your micronutrition in like your everyday just plants and um, fruits, veggies.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know if you saw this during my, my 50 miler back in December, but I had three, big freaking burritos for my, my race that were all like 700 to 900 calories per burrito. And it was all vegan. So like, yeah, I, I, I prepped them out a couple days before we went out and camped and then they were in the ice chest. I put one in my pack. Um, I ate one for breakfast when I woke up in the morning at three in the morning to go to the race.
2: Mm -hmm. and then i
1: had one in my drop bag and then i had some athletic beers in there too so once i got to that turnaround at what was it mile 35 i think
0: yeah
1: i popped out a beer popped out my big burrito and everybody was like wow we've never seen this (laughs) we we've seen tacos and beer before but we've never seen somebody prep burritos i was like
2: yeah what was in it
1: um it was potatoes Um, some vegan cashew cheese guac salsa cilantro and I want to say I put some beans in there too yeah so and then I wrapped it all up Mm -hmm. big big like 16 inch tortilla shell so it was packed and I foil wrapped them and yeah
0: yeah that sounds like a good go-to meal
1: yeah I mean like it's it's all food that can hold really well too. So like mm-hmm. you keep it cold and then it was a cold day, so like it it all kept really well to where it didn't go bad. And yeah, the the potatoes were steamed ahead of time and cooked. So I didn't have to worry about reheating any of it because it was already cooked food. And that's the yeah. beauty about plant based is mm-hmm. a lot of it you can eat raw or a lot of it yeah, you can eat cold.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so how do you think you define your own, like, escaping your comfort zone? Like, what does that look like to you?
1: Um, to escape my comfort zone.
0: And I think a lot of times, like, people want to go from A to B, like, all of a sudden. But it's I think that patience and that journey that, like, makes you who you are and makes you even stronger for that the
1: point. Yeah, that's that's right on right on it right there. Like, <laughs> couldn't say that any better. So, um, but yeah, so like for a while too, like you know, the supplement game. You know, like people think, oh, I gotta I gotta take all this protein. And it's gonna help me lose that weight. I gotta take this fat burning pill. Uh, well, if you're not paying attention to what you're actually putting into your body and taking the steps slowly then it's not mm-hmm. going to do you any good. And and that's the problem that I have with the supplement companies. Like, yeah, I, I, I kind of, you know, started working for one as a sponsor or whatever recently. And then I was like, you know what, I don't, I don't align with any of these goals. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't take supplements anymore. So I was like, uh, you know, like, I, I just don't, I don't feel yeah. comfortable with that and feel comfortable with telling people to do that. Cause that's just not me. Like, I'd rather get all my energy from Eating the food because I like to eat. Like yeah, like I literally just got done eating before we started talking, and (laughs) it was it was like a lot of food. And I I've had what like five meals already today. It's four thirty over here on the west coast, so (laughs) I'm still gonna eat one more meal. Right,
0: you still got you got. But yeah, yeah, I think I think kind of that same thing is like I agree with that. I think a lot of people think if you get you know you take these supplements like you'll be fine but it's more so like you don't really need a lot of the supplements if you take nutrition seriously and I think our society is it's geared towards like being afraid of food and being afraid of like intaking calories but it's if you're having that balance like there shouldn't be anything you're afraid of it's just knowing the right thing
1: yeah and it'll save you a ton of money if you eat plants like
0: A (laughs) hundred percent. Um, so out of everything that you've done, what do you say or what do you think your biggest accomplishment is? Or maybe your biggest two if you have two?
1: Um, so my biggest accomplishment that I think was um admitting to myself that I had a problem and attacking it head on and seeking help through the VA and getting sober. And eating right so like it's it's all kind of combined into one thing and then setting setting goals is what got me to where i am now like if i didn't write anything down i don't think i would have done it Mm -hmm. i i don't think i would have done a routine to where i was marking off everything that i did every day um that got me closer to that goal so just goal setting is is what is what started all this but i mean losing that weight and getting that confidence back that i'm in control of my own life because i took care of my mental health issue head on yeah that that's i think the most accomplishing thing that i've done
0: yeah uh, and i like how you said it kind of that just kind of trickled into everything and i think it's a snowball effect where it's like changing just one like small or minor thing has just a huge trajectory on the rest of how your life can go yeah. so what do you, i'm not a big fan of the word regret like so what do you think your biggest like maybe we'll go with like roadblock or detour yeah would have been?
1: yeah so like i saw that question too and i was like regret mm. you can't really have regrets in life because yeah you learn from your mistakes like you know even with even with running sports and stuff like that like when you fail at something you're not going to just give up are you like no you want to better yourself and do better Mm -hmm. for the next time so like and that's how i see throughout my life is there's no regrets it's i i messed up here i had to make that change so i made that change and now i'm here and then i messed up there you know so as long as I can fix myself along the way to be the best human I can be and mm-hmm. live in a community with everyone else and and be the best version that I can be. Um, that's what I strive for. So I, I have no regrets. I, I am who I am today because of all those mistakes. Yeah. And like and that. now now I I feel like I'm moving and such a great direction like i'm glad i made those mistakes earlier in my life because you know i'm 30 years old now like i'm still young Mm -hmm. Uh, you know it's not the end of the road yet but uh yeah
2: (laughs) like
1: i'm glad that i made all those mistakes early on to where now i'm more level-headed and
0: yeah
1: and succeeding so yeah
0: i like that i like i like that answer a lot so within the next six months what is your um what do you want to accomplish or what's your biggest goal
1: so next week is my four-day run so uh it'll be the longest i've ever ran um it's it's obviously not going to be continuous i'm going to take breaks but i do want to hit 100 miles in the first 24 hours and then go from there like I'll probably shoot around 200 miles for the four days. Uh,
0: That's incredible. A couple hundred K
1: races this year and then have a lean 100. So um, I'm just trying to see how much I can actually put my body through because Mm -hmm. just recently I, in the last two and a half weeks, I've gone through two races already and I'm going into the next one. So yeah, we'll see how my body holds up but I think I've trained it enough to do so. So yeah, just basically proving to myself that I'm kind of unbreakable now.
0: Yeah, you can do it.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a, uh, it's a busy year this year. Yeah. And then after this strong load of a year, I'm not going to take it easy. I'm going to put on the gas.
0: All right. So to actually finish this up, if anybody wants to follow your journey and your next adventures, what's the best way to see them?
1: Um, so I can be found on Facebook. Um, just my first and last name. Um, I'm wearing, or I'm drinking an athletic beer. I changed my photo. And then on Instagram, it's outlaw underscore ultra athlete 91 so um, outlaw I... outlaws my trail name so I was I was given that as a trail name so because I started doing ultra marathons and
2: mm-hmm.
1: ultra distance sports and stuff like that that's why I just put ultra athlete so in case anybody's Perfect. wondering <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I will put those in the show notes as well. So it's just super easy to find. Awesome. And then to finish it up, I'm a big believer of, you know, the last thing somebody hears is what's really going to stay with them. So what would you like to leave?
1: Um, I mean, the, what I said the most throughout the podcast was uh, goal setting, you know, like go the distance, set a goal. If you, if you don't write it down, then it's, it's not gonna be worth anything to you if you don't write it down because how are you gonna commit to something if you don't write it down? Or like with a race, if you don't register, then you're not gonna do it, right? So yeah, that's my challenge to everybody else is start writing your goals down and do them.
0: And remember growth is right on the outside of our comfort zone.